dogs cry out in the night as they grow restless, longing for some solitary company. I know that I must do what's right. As sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. Ooh, baby, talk more mountains to me. Time for our first segment. Welcome to Weird Mountain. I'm your host, Dakota, and boy, has it been so long since I've talked um, as host of Weird Mountain. You know, it feels different, though. I have to put on a whole different sweater. I have to to record from a whole different room. I really haven't been in here in a long time. It's really gross. I've been using it for storage. But this is Weird Mountain, and, uh, you know, I wanted to try something new today. Um, I'm tired of not putting content out under this banner. And I just want to talk about things. And I tried to go with this whole cool, obscure, weirdo vibe for a while. And then I just realized, you know what? Weird Mountain is me. And so I'm going to talk about the things that I like. And you know what I need to talk about? I need to talk about Weezer. Because I've always said, if there's one artist I know marginally as well as I know Weird Al, it might be Weezer. And tonight we're going to find out. So by the end of this recording, if you think that I know anything about Weezer, I've succeeded. Um, I'm joined by my impromptu co-host... That's right. I'm going to have a try to do a different co-host every time I record. Won't this be fun? Lenny, how are you doing? Yay! I'm good. <laughs> I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Now, this is literally, apart from two minutes before we started recording, the first time me of you have ever talked in our entire lives. Yeah, yes, it is, although I've listened to your Weird Al podcast uh, several times at least. And uh, so I feel like I know you a little bit, a little bit more than you have any chance of knowing mm. who I am. I'm definitely... Definitely not a serial killer, I promise. So, <laughs> that's good to know. So it's like it's like I have a conversation with you every week that isn't reciprocated yes. back to me. That is basically what podcasts are, in my opinion. Like you know, especially yeah. when you have like niche. Like I'm super interested in poker, professional wrestling, Weird Al Yankovic, uh, law, all sorts of crazy things. So when you just listen to like podcasts, because none of your friends are into the, those same things. Like it's like they become your friends and you have conversations in your head, I guess. Yeah, well, or if you're if you're like me, sometimes those conversations slip out. You'll be listening to whoever in the car and you'll start talking back and realize, oh, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> what other? Yes. Well, let me ask you two questions real quick off the top, so we can get to know you. Uh, what other podcasts do you listen to? Oh, I listen to a bunch. Um, I listen to a lot of the podcasts on the Ringer Network mm-hmm. uh, and on the Slate Network. Mm-hmm. Um, that I like. I remember. My very first podcast back when they first started being a thing uh, was like the Slate Culture Gap Fest. So that's like that's my go-to. But then I, you know, I listen to a ton of different ones here and there. Uh, like Five Thirty Eight. I like you know I like your podcast. Um, I've I've started to started to get into some niche podcasts as I've discovered like a search function on the podcast app I use that kind of you can search by topic and uh, different episodes pop up of random podcasts. So it's pretty great. Yeah, um, it's uh, see I I love niche podcasting because. It's fun to watch the host struggle. It, it, the, the, the more like acute it is on one topic, like politics is politics, sports are sports, like those things you could go literally forever. But yeah. it's fun to watch the host struggle when you're like, "All right, this is my this is my third week watching the same movie <laughs> over and over." 
Let's see what yeah. I found this time. <laughs> yeah, I listen to a lot of um, Westworld podcasts now. I got got into the, the series Westworld, hmm. and there's a lot of uh, a lot of fun, uh, obsessed Westworld podcasts out there. So it's the niche in the Weird Al podcast. There's you, and there's another one that breaks down alphabetical order. Now that's obsessive. Yeah, so. we don't talk about them, Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the competition. <laughs> Yeah. They're not as good. They're not as good. Sorry, guys. I appreciate that a lot. I agree with you. And also, I never, ever thought that I would be upset that someone started a Weird Al podcast. When I started, I was like, no one's ever going to do this. I'm going to be in a league of my own. But I'll just to break it down, you know, full disclosure, since we're not on me talking Weird Al to you, there's actually two others. Yeah. Oh, So there are okay. three I've, Weird yeah. Al podcasts. I think I've only found two of them then. Yep. I have to... Uh... So screw, the, screw those third guys. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> until they until they call you wanting to talk about Weezer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if it, if it happens. Uh, have you ever been on a, on a podcast before? I have. I have a, a several of my friends from college did a podcast um, where they would just hang out. Like they all, everybody's everybody is dispersed from our hometown. We grew up near Youngstown, Ohio, mm-hmm. um, very deindustrialized city. Um, so everybody's moved, and they did a podcast for a while. Um, and I joined them one time, and I think I was very bad, and they never asked me back. Aww. But uh, for, for, this is my second chance. You know what? The a, a guest is only as good as the host, so you know that's true. Take from that, what you will, Lenny. I wanted to talk. Um, I, I'm interested to see how 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 our dy- dynamic builds as we go forward. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about Weezer because I'm a big fan of Weezer. Have been for a very long time. One of those artists that I uh, when I was first discovering. I like to say secular music um, in my formative years, you know, drifting away from the things I was raised on. Weezer was one of the very first ones that I gravitated toward thanks to high school friends. And um, Blue Album especially, I held in very high esteem and still do to this day. I'm on record saying that the Blue Album is my favorite album uh, of any artist. It's one of my favorite too. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's amazing. definitely one of the greatest albums of all time, I think. A hundred percent, I agree. Um, but I like to, I like to watch like really weird trends and fads and especially internet things. I love the, <laughs> the output of the internet sometimes. I both love and hate it. It's, it's a, it's a mixed bag of good and evil. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah. a recent phenomenon I'm sure a lot of people are aware of, and if you're not, please allow me to enlighten you, is Weezer Africa, at Weezer Africa on Twitter. Yes. When I first saw this, um, I, don't, I don't remember when it came into my purview, but I think I saw the um, handle being passed around on Twitter. Basically, this teenage girl jokingly once asked Weezer to do a cover of Africa by Toto. Great band, great song. Why not? It is, yes. And it reached like, boy, I, I wish I'd written it down. I took very few notes because I wanted to see how good I could go from memory, but it reached so many retweets and follows and all the, you know, the things. It reached so many internet things. <laughs> Yeah, and then a couple weeks ago, Weezer said, "Hey guys, got something for you," and released a cover of "Rosanna" by Toto, which is a great song too. I'd have to say it is. It is a good song. Are you a big Toto fan? If I may, I'm not. I, I would say that I know exactly two Toto songs, the ones we're talking about right now. Um, but those are two excellent songs from the '80s that come up at karaoke nights, which I I'm a big karaoke guy. So uh, Toto, a thumbs up. Other than like. Um, uh, you know, '80s nostalgia radio stations and stuff like like classic rock stuff. Um, my my main uh, relationship with Toto stems from a an old coworker slash friend. He may be listening to this. 
um, he was really into Toto, but it was the only artist he was into that wasn't like heavy metal and Viking metal and you know black metal. Um, I mean, there's some similarities. Like they like they have some like proggy, uh, <laughs> proggy influences. I think or proggy tendencies. So. Sure. The only reason why he was into them and uh, amongst all the metal he listened to was because of his dad, his late father was really into him and as a way to hold on to his memory we would be in his truck and he would be like listening to some stuff that i was like you know i don't listen to a lot of metal so i'm just like okay yeah i'm like nodding like okay sure and then all of a sudden do 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 i'm like what is this stuff he's like yeah man he's like this one's for my dad and i'm like oh i'm not gonna ask <laughs> i had a viking metal phase myself but uh, yeah i haven't reached that point yet i'm i'm 30 years old and i'm hoping before i'm 40 i i get to go full metal dad yeah there's, there's still time <laughs> there's still time thank you <laughs> you'll get there my friend <laughs> yes uh, yeah so that's how that's what i know about toto i know the hits like hold the line and rosanna uh stuff like oh, that okay but... yeah i know hold the line yeah. yeah, I'd probably have to like look up Toto's hits, but I probably I know the ones that are on the radio for sure. That's the trifecta, those three. Um, in fact, after after Weezer trolled everyone pretty hard by uh, releasing Rosanna, the next I think it was the next week, it may have been just a, a day later, uh, they was like, you know what? I think it's time we bless the rains in Africa, and here we go. <laughs> we have probably one of the greatest covers in history <laughs> simply not even not even quality wise i mean i'm not saying it's not quality but its status as a great cover comes mostly from its backstory like it's just it's, there are people doing fireworks in my neighborhood either that or someone's <laughs> getting early. shot so stay tuned listeners <laughs> it's that time of year yes I, I did read though in the comments on after they re- they had released rosanna and then they released africa um Somebody in the comments is like, now we just need you guys to cover Hold the Line so we can have like the <laughs> the Triforce, as it were, of <laughs> Toto. Did you, did you see what they they performed it on Jimmy Kimmel? I and did. I believe one of the members of of Toto came out and played the, the epic keyboard solo yep. at near the two-thirds part. Really um, did. So it was pretty amazing. It, dude, that was... I, it, I saw that online. I was, that was so amazing. When he came out, I was like, oh, sweet. And then it's like... That keyboard riff is like, I don't know, 15 seconds long, and then he left. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, I watched a video about about Africa on YouTube recently, and they were saying that the band like didn't think the song was a winner. They did it, it was almost a, it was neglected. They were like, what are you talking about? Blessing the rains in Africa? You've never been to Africa? You're like from Wisconsin or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it became became a big hit. They heard the single. Yeah, it's it's it sounds nothing like well, hold the lines a good example. That's just like a solid classic rocker, and it yeah. sounds nothing like that. But I don't know, maybe that's why it stands out. It it seems like everyone has a pretty good relationship with uh, with Africa. Yeah. Oh, I think you have to like think about the time that it came out. Mm-hmm. It's like right around the We Are the World kind of uh, <laughs> yeah era of music. So it, it it falls in that genre, I think, pretty closely. That's a pretty good way to put it. Um, it and well, you know, speaking of that kind of like charitable, those charitable notions, I'm going to. Um, this is a segment that we're going to call um, awkward moments. Okay. There we go. That was the theme song. <laughs> this is. Um, I'm gonna. Ch- I'm, I like this because I love when people bear it all. Oh, okay. So this is me doing that for the sake of the fans. So. Um, I don't know how often you cry, Lenny. 
Um, Pretty infrequently, but uh, I mean, every now and then. That's good. I don't cry. (laughs) Boy, I don't want, this is a weird way to preface this. I don't cry a lot for like death, but (laughs) weird, dumb things make me cry. And I think it's because I get into an emotional head state. So I'd been following (laughs) this Weezer Africa thing and I'm like, yeah, this is real cool. They did a good job on the cover and I'm into it. I've added it to all my daily playlists (laughs) and I'm full disclosure. I'm sitting on the toilet, right? scrolling through Facebook, and I see this post about, this is the sad part, about these kids separated from their parents at the border between Mexico and and, uh, the USA. Mm -hmm. And so now, I don't know, maybe it comes from being a dad to a three-year-old. Maybe it comes from just it being a crappy situation altogether and just sad in general. Now I'm kind of like in this sad headspace, right? And so now I need you to think, watching the story about very young children being separated from their parents, being a big fan of this cover and just being really blown away by the thing that happened with Weezer covering the song, having just recently watched the Kimmel version, being like, that was so good. And so now I'm on this whole new tier. I scroll down from the story of the border thing to Weezer's official Facebook page releasing a T-shirt that all the proceeds of the sales of which go to... uh, some African organization. I wish I could tell you which one. And it's this cool look. It's black with a, a yellow line. It says Weezer. And it says Bless the Rains. And I yeah, meet... I, saw, I saw the picture of you on Twitter with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I'm a selfie king. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I scroll down from this story, the sad story. I'm in a weird headspace. And I see this shirt and I immediately start crying. Uh, <laughs> your tears so were an awkward you were moment. Blessing, you were blessing the rains. I was yeah, I was blessing the rains with my own tears. <laughs> no, it was it was a really weird way to be, and I immediately texted my wife and said, "I'm buying this shirt um, because it made me cry." <laughs> it's emotionally Is that touching. awkward. No, it's fine. You have, it was. you have a small you have a kid, right? You have small like a child, small yeah, baby, three year old toddler. Okay, yeah, I just have I have a it's like a seventeen month old, and so I feel you. Oh man, you are in for a whirlwind of emotions. <laughs> Maybe I bared a little too much, but I'd like, I, I want the audience out there to know I'm a, a all up front kind of guy. This is weird mountain. We get weird sometimes. So, <clears throat> get weird, may I ask, is it a boy or a girl? A uh, girl, Rosie. Oh, yeah. Here we go. It's going to it's gonna be crazy. Raising little girls <laughs> is insane. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry, it's, already, it's already fun. Yeah. Before we talk about Weezer some more, what are you, what are you getting into tonight? Where have I caught you? Oh, you've caught me at a casino. Um, I play poker a lot, um, so I'm, I'm in my. I went back out to my car and just plugged my phone and turned the AC on low, and I'm talking to you right now. But uh, I'm nice. sitting in a parking lot at Harris in New Orleans. So okay, you live in New Orleans? Yes. Interesting. I've never been. I've never been in Louisiana. New Orleans is a great city, but um, unfortunately, when Weird Al came through, he didn't come here, so I had to drive to Longview, Texas, which was about. Five or six hours. Yeah. It was in the middle of nowhere too. I picked, I picked a, a bad place in Texas to go, man. It was, it was scary. Emo Phillips joked about it being like, just like nothing to do there. Uh, it's, it was, it was bad. But the show was great. What do, uh, the fans I, were not as hardcore as I would have hoped, though. The what? The fans, uh, not as hardcore as I would have, oh. would have hoped for for this particular tour. Hmm. In in Longview, Texas, rural Texas. So you know, it's like smaller pool of people coming, I guess. Right. It's kind of weird that he would pick that and not someplace. Like, he I didn't agree. even go into Florida. 
Yeah, he might have. I know on his last tour, but before the tour he did right before this, he played in Biloxi, Mississippi, which is probably within like a statistical area where you can't perform close. Like they have those rules where you can't perform close to the city you performed on your on your most recent run or whatever. So it might have been related to that. But uh, oh, that's weird. I did not realize such rules existed. Yeah, I think that's why like art like he like you often see where now he'll play big towns on a run, then he'll go through and play like a secondary town, then sometimes he'll go through and play like the tertiary town. Uh, and that, like these, like it's because of rules that venues have about how far uh, away you can play in within a period of time. I think to to not you know wow. kill their ticket sales. Oh, man, I know what I want to talk about on my next podcast episode. <laughs> that is such a weird thing. I didn't realize there. Were, I mean, I, f- I figured there were like noise ordinances and how many people you can bring on a tour. Like I think I knew that those kind of things existed, but I did not realize about like double like i don't know i don't know i don't even know how to put it that's how much i know about it yeah exactly like you know you can't play say you know new york twice in the same month uh unless you have an agreement to do so you know a lot a lot, a lot you know, if you play at a bigger arena or a big a lot of times you put these agreements in place so i think that might have been the reason why he skipped over new orleans but uh it was a long drive by myself to go see where now it was but was dedication. it worth it but this is this is, it was worth it this is a weezer podcast though so Sorry That's for true. You know what? Thank you so much for keeping my ADHD in check. This is a Weezer <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so what's your relationship with Weezer? You said you were into their early stuff and then kind of dropped off. Where, where do you think you dropped off at? Uh, I definitely dropped off after, I would say, Maladroit, the, the mm-hmm. fourth album. Um, that was the album that was like, it was okay, but it wasn't like great. And it wasn't like every every song is a winner like the previous. I, if I say the first two albums are like flawless the mm-hmm. green album is pretty good, although it has a couple clunkers. And then Maladroit was where it started being like, man, they maybe they have like three or four good songs on an album later on, maybe even less than. But uh, I, I remember like I saw Weezer on their very first like music video, like watching MTV in like 1994 with uh, the sweater song. And I was just like yeah. in love with it. And so I, I got the record probably through the Columbia House. I used to sign up for Columbia House and oh, get wow. like 10 CDs for 10 CDs for a penny. Uh, which was great, and then you could like cancel it, and then they'd like let you sign up again for another ten CDs for a penny. It was. Well, hold, it was, hold on, was, now, Lenny. I'm not was, ready for that kind of commitment. Yeah, it was. It was a big commitment in Albuquerque, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it was. It was great though. Back in that, then you get all these CDs for free. Now we have Spotify, so we don't need that. I was just but, like, uh, can you imagine what are people doing with those CDs now? They're just sitting on shelves. I I literally have them. Yeah, I have one in my. I have a book of CDs in my car every once in a while. If, like, there's no service on my cell phone. You but know, man, my car is an older model and does not have an aux cord or anything, so <laughs> I, it does have a CD player, though, which, to go back to parenthood, my daughter cannot understand when she's in mommy's car, she has the aux cord, and she has Bluetooth, <laughs> you know, she can play whatever you want. The world is at yeah. your fingertips. We can listen to any number of uh, childish songs, but since she gets in my car, and she's like, I want to listen to Disney music or something like that, I'm like, yeah. I got Weird Al, that's all I got. Weird Al and Weezer, <laughs> Weird actually. Pretty, Weird Al is pretty childish, although maybe more like 12-year-old boy than 3-year-old girl, but uh, you got to start she's, young. She's got really to, into it. Maybe because I'm indoctrinating her, but yeah, it's 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 happening, whether she likes it or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my daughter watches watches Monday Night Raw with me, so we. Uh, nice. I'm, I'm training her, training her from an early age. So you're into wrestling? I am into wrestling. It's weird. I mean, I like ind- independent wrestling. It's like, um, you know, a little bit more like niche and, and hardcore fandom type shit. But okay. like WrestleMania was in New Orleans this past year, so I went to that. And Oh, yeah. You know, I like wrestling. I'm not like a crazy, crazy wrestling fan, but I'm into it more than probably so. You know what's insane? You, you would think, into like today, like wrestling would be viewed, 
and it is in some circles, but you think it would be viewed as both juvenile and n- like in okay in a world where in the NFL is under scrutiny for concussions among yeah. many other things, um, yep. and people are in, are like talking about you know not hitting or bullying and stuff. It seems like uh, pro wrestling is the opposite of everything that we should like. But some for some <laughs> reason I, I'm seeing musicians and comedians and just every everyday people that aren't into other things that are as, typically associated with quote redneck culture. Being yeah. into wrestling, and I'm like, that's so crazy that after, because I grew up on it. I, I watched wrestling, both WCW and WWE, like religiously yeah. as a kid, because, you know, I was a little boy. I was wild. Yeah, me too. But it's insane to see that still thriving. And it's like, I don't know. And I, I don't hate it. I don't, I don't watch it anymore. But it's insane to watch it grow and, or I don't know, to watch it thrive still. I did yeah, I mean, go I to, of, go ahead. I was going to say, I think a lot of it is like all the nostalgia we have from the 90s now. And sure. stuff, so everybody is into talking about wrestling like everybody like loves macho man and wants, wants to talk about the wrestlers from their childhood and then that brings you back in at a some at a certain point like i think a lot of people have a, a period where they stop watching it in their 20s and they come back to it later on which is like what I, what happened to me right um but uh, you know there's there's all sorts of flavors all sorts of styles um there's tons of independent promotion so you can like find a wrestling that's perhaps less redneck less misogynistic uh more funny uh more adult oriented than say like the stuff on monday night raw which is like geared towards you know 13 year olds or young families children. yeah exactly um so there's a lot of different different things out there you can find if, if you're looking for it so. i did on a whim despite not being into it but because i have friends that are still into it i thought this would be fun we on a whim went to monday night raw uh when it was in nashville last year yeah and i gotta say it's fun it, they, they keep it lively they keep it energetic and stuff for people who aren't really into it like they bring you in oh yeah yeah i mean i brought like my girlfriend with me and she doesn't give a crap about wrestling she still has a good time <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> also went to you said independent circuits. I went to Ring of Honor like six years ago, I think. Oh yeah. So it's it's really cool the way the lower like more independent. I know Ring of Honor isn't like yeah, they're pretty big as independent days. as some of them get, but it's still pretty. It's kind of small. So yeah, I, I love Ring of Honor. I like I love to watch like New Japan. Um, like they have like yeah. a, the equivalent of the WWE Network for New Japan now. Um, so sure. you know I would check that out every now and then. And yeah, I just watch a lot of stuff on YouTube and follow a lot of wrestlers on Twitter, and you, know, you figure out what's going on just by being on the internet basically so being both a fan of wrestling and weezer two very good w words if you I know may they, say. they connect they connect uh they can connect el, el scorcho right they're talking about ecw in um he's like watching grunge leg drop new jack let's, through a press table. let's say it ain't so oh no it's not say it ain't so it's uh yeah it's el scorcho is it not yeah it's el scorcho watching grunge he's, leg drop um, new jack through a press table yeah. you're right it is yeah. el scorcho yeah. good lord so Boy, i think rivers is into wrestling or at least was back in the day well, yeah, sure. Man, I can't believe I got that song wrong. <laughs> I do like El Scorcho, though. Hi, uh, crew. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a there's a nice tenuous connection for the listeners. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Weezer album? Um, probably the Blue Album is my favorite album. Um, and then followed by Pinkerton, followed by the Green Album, and then probably on down the. I, I probably like them in order that they were released, to be honest. Although that solo, that solo Rivers Cuomo, like unreleased tapes record, is pretty good. Is it worth um, the? Is it worth the time to take a listen to? I've never heard a single track. Yeah, I think it's worth worth checking it out. There's a lot of like, there's like demos. There's um, like unreleased songs. There's just completely new solo Rivers hmm. songs. So it's not bad, and a lot of it's just like acoustic by himself. So it sounds maybe like Butterfly does on Pinkerton. Um, okay, it's a pretty good record. I will give it a, a listen. Um, so you said you you probably like them in order, you know, from best to worst, uh, oldest to newest. But have you listened to um, uh, Pacific Daydream? Yeah, I've listened to some of it. I kind I, I probably couldn't tell you 
much about it, but I know I've, I listened to it when it first came out. I listened to it, probably listened to it once, and I've set it aside since then. Maya, right? Mostly the same with me, but I'll tell you, this is the way I had to approach it after the initial listen. Um, if you were, if you thought you were listening to, now I don't know modern like pop rockers, which sure. is such a weird like, and I don't even mean pop rock. I mean like pop music yeah. that has guitars, like Maroon Five and Chainsmokers. I think is one. I don't know. I have no idea who they are. Sure. But or even I, if you listen to like what like Fall Out Boy or Panic of the Disco sure. has become. It's, like it's that same. It's that Weezer's tapping into that same. Like what they have to do to make it on the radio. Yeah. So in my brain, I have to say, okay, this isn't Weezer, but it's solid, s- sunny pop rock, like beach rock. Yep. B- but for like t- you know for 2017, 2018. Yeah. So I mean, I, if you look at it that way, it's a pretty good album. But you know, I'm not into that style of music. You know, I'm. I want to hear. I want to hear the the <laughs> post grunge influenced Rivers bearing his soul in a garage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. he, he stopped burying his soul. I think, you know, that, that period after Pinkerton when he got, like, you know, he was uh, in exile, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that that did it in for him for burying his soul. Like, he was done. Sure. He did, I think he just decided at that point he's not going to bury his soul anymore. So would, would you agree with me in the notion that when someone says, Weezer just isn't good anymore, would you say that if you had to pinpoint, there might be several possible causes but if you had to pinpoint it would you say the most different thing and the reason why it doesn't feel the same is because of rivers well you know i would say that the one of the biggest differences is when they got rid of matt sharp as their bassist slash co-singer slash songwriter um i think he was a major influence on the sound and once they got rid of him and replaced him with mikey or whatever that guy's name is yeah um just it's just not the same like they i think they, they became more because it was also at the same time when new metal was starting to get big, and I feel like that Mikey guy brought in a lot of that influence to that mm. that era of Weezer, the Maladroit, the maybe like the Hashpipe kind of kind of kind of songs. Oh yeah. Um, and then going into just you know as that that new metal became more of like just a pop metal in in like the two thousands, I think that followed them along the way to to into the pop music that they became like with like say Beverly Hills and then whatever they put out since then. Um. But Matt Sharp is, is, in my opinion, one of the, and he, when he left, that's when the soul of Weezer. Yeah. Changed. If you had to say that there was, uh, like a, um, an eye of the storm that is their middle releases like that, not their newer stuff, but definitely post like the first three or four albums. What would what's a highlight of that era, like around make believe and stuff like that? Um, yeah, I think the highlight is probably yeah, like whatever the. Beverly Hills, the, the video with the Muppets, and you know all that stuff. Like that's that's got to be that. Mm. that. To me, that's the highlight of of, of Weezer, uh, Weezer's late period. And I guess that's not even late. That's like 2004, 2005, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I mean they've had plenty of other songs that are okay uh-huh. since then. But I mean that's that to me is like kind of what I can get, get into outside of you know the the old hits. You're talking about keep fishing. Keep fishing. Yeah, is that a, is that what it's called? Yeah, I don't even know. That's the Muppet one, I believe. Yeah. Okay. That's a good. Yeah, keep one, fishing is actually. a good one. Yeah, keep fishing is is that's the Muppet one, and and that's that's one that's the highlight. I'll, I'll, that's the highlight. Keep fishing. Beverly Hills is also a highlight. I think. That is a good. But, one. Uh, I, I didn't have enough time to do my Weezer prep and listen to all their albums, or I would have. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. This was very last minute for both of us, um, but I think that adds to the charm of it. <laughs> <laughs> if I may be so. Uh, haughty. I, I don't know if you've ever done this whole thing, but um, before we were married, before we were, I don't even know if we were like really dating, dating. Um, my wife, 
uh, we were teenagers, and she gave me a mix CD. Remember these things? I used to make a ton of mix CDs, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would still find them from time to time in the house. I'm like, let's put this thing in and reminisce, and it's always garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like, boy, our tastes have changed. But I do remember the one that she loved to put, I, she probably put on two or three of the ones she gave me, was um, uh, best. I think it's called Best Friend. You're my best friend. I, and I love you. Remember I think that I one? I barely know that one, to be completely honest. I'm like it's looking. I'm looking through some of like their later albums on Spotify, and I'm like re- realizing that I have no idea what Weezer's put out in like since 2010. If you see that one, tell me which album it's on. I think it's around Make Believe or on either side of it. But I thought that one was pretty good. Yeah, Make maybe yeah, Beverly Hills is on Make Believe, and We Are All on Drugs. That's the one that I know pretty well. Yeah. Uh, my best friends on that album too. Can yeah. I share with you a, a a theory that I have of why um another reason why I don't think that it sounds the same or why we feel like it's different? Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, first of all, it should be said that um you know we we grow and our tastes change. If if they put out blue album today, Absolutely. I'm sure we would like it, but um it just depends on where you are, you know, in your life, your age, and where the world is and stuff like that. But um. I do have to say, I think a big player in the why it changed is that, and you tell me what you think about this, I think that Rivers, when he was younger, sang a lot about being old and about isolation and about being lonely. He, he like, letters to his father type things and, and say it ain't sure. so. And um, on Pinkerton, he had a, oh, shoot, it's something about, oh God, I can't remember the lyrics because now best friend is stuck in my head. <laughs> um, the one about... Um, being old and still dancing or something. It's like the best song of Pinkerton, and I cannot remember a line from it. Anyway, um, he, he, he was yeah. singing as a young man about being an old man, and like, oh man, pop culture's already passed me by, and you're like, dude, this is your second album. Yeah. I think you're fine. But then, <laughs> flash forward to today, you look at Pacific Daydream, and he has all these sunny beach songs and singing about, hey girl, and stuff yeah. like this. I'm like, dude, you're old. <laughs> I, I think that, I think it changed. Like like that was the 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 starting with starting after the, you know around the green album is when all that changed and he just he, his songwriting perspectives changed mm-hmm. his his lyrical interest his introspection turned into to you know extroversion i think sure uh, at least lyric lyrically and sonically even like the, the songs just became less intricate maybe and less less love which what immediately happens like if you spend your your entire life making your first couple records and then you have to put out a record every couple years like you know, it's you, you, it's it's not the same amount of yourself as you put into it. Yeah, you know? I, I'm not a musician myself. Heck, I know next to nothing about music, uh, playing or theory or uh, its effect on anything <laughs> except for what I like. But I, I, it must be really hard to peak so early, to do so well like that. And I would say they inv- enjoyed a few peaks. Like I think Make Believe and the Green Album. I think. People really, really, really enjoy that, and I'm sure it's several people's favorite album of theirs. But yeah. when undeniably your largest, the largest portion of your fan base says, "Hey, Blue Album, Pinkerton," or I like to call it the Pink Album, <laughs> th- those are my favorite albums. I, that, how hard must that be for a band? I mean, that might explain why he, you know, he looked so downtrodden there for a long time in the early 2000s. I mean, they've had such longevity. Like they've, aside from say the Foo Fighters, like they're one, like one of the only bands that have lasted throughout that period of time like they they survived the you know alt rock explosion of the of the early 90s and are still making records today where very few people very few people are so um they they, they figured something out and figured out how to yeah how to stay in the industry so you know it's like 
I don't think I think I think at this point he's over it. Like I don't know if you saw on YouTube, there was, he did a concert solo where he just did a bunch of covers and a bunch of classic Weezer songs, and it was great. Like the whole audience is singing along. He he's you know he's humming the solo with his mouth because he's playing the acoustic guitar by himself, and it's just it's fun. <laughs> he's playing 1979. He's playing, man. He's playing. Uh, I took a pill in Ibiza. Like he's covering like all sorts of crazy <laughs> things, uh, just by himself with a crowd. Somebody somebody they're in San Francisco, and someone's like. Hey, call up Billy Joe Armstrong and see if he'll come down. He's like, yeah. Does anybody have his number? Can we get him out here? And he never showed up. But it's like, wow. it's freewheeling, you know. And I think when, when I think, and where was this? Uh, it was recently, a few months ago, maybe. Um, it's on YouTube. You can watch the entire concert uh, in San Francisco. River Solo was uh, covered in like 19. I'll send you a link. Um, there's some good stuff though on on that on that <laughs> set, and it makes me think that he is comfortable with you know with his past at this point. Like he hope. They've done shows before where they played like the entirety of an album, like one of the classic albums. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, at this point, like he puts out a new record, uh, tours for a while, repeats, you know, and, and he still has, you know, semi-radio hits every album. So, yeah, shit, good for him. Yeah, he's found, he's found, you know, what to do. And whether whether us two bitter guys <laughs> think that they're still good or not, he's, you know, he's still going to make his money. And you know what? His, he's not terrible now. That's that's the thing that to be said. You even though we may not like it, there's still talent there. There's still appeal there, and you know what? Gosh darn it, he's still making money. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, if, if anything, I think like my biggest complaint, like like on like the Africa cover, you can hear some auto tune. Like he's like, at this point now, like his his he, and like when he was on Kimball, he was singing very softly during some of it. So like I don't know if he's like just getting older. He's losing his voice a little bit, but um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love Weezer, and they're a great band, and I'm gonna go see them live on Tuesday here in New Orleans. So jealous! And I think it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. It's an outdoor venue, Ooh. which might be hot, but it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. That does it's sound be a fun. Great concert. Do, do they have an opener? Yeah. Uh, they, actually, they are opening for the Pixies, I believe. Oh, I knew, yes, I did know about this tour. I really wanted to go to that. Yeah, I blew most of my yeah, tour so, money on on Weird Al for this year. <laughs> I got to, I got my tickets on Father's Day, so That's so nice. I didn't have to pay for this, this stuff. That's a good Father's Day gift. Yep, I like that. Um, do you know much about the White Album? I know so much about the Beatles' White Album and absolutely <laughs> nothing about the Weezer' White Album. I'm looking at it right now, and I don't know any of the songs on it. So if I had uh, to, no. If I had to recommend, oh, no, it, I know "Thank God for Girls." I like that "Thank God for Girls" it, song. It's I pretty good. Video, which was weird, weird as f. So what's what's the other single on that? If you if you're just looking at it, can you kind of tell which one was the another big one? I'm not sure. California Kids. Maybe um, that was it. There was girl. A, we got a good thing. Do you want to get high, King of the World? Oh, do you want to get high? That I, I take it back. King of the World was the single, but do you want to get high was also another like shining moment in that album. I think it. it's I'll honestly it better than most of their previous output until you get way far back in their catalog. If I had to recommend anything, yeah. walking away tonight, it would have to be listen to Weezer White album because I thought, oh man, this is like, and I vouched for it uh, on social media everywhere. I was like, this is this is some good Weezer. Now it's not classic Weezer. But I like sure. I enjoyed listening to it and went back to it uh, a lot. Especially, do you want to get high? That's such a good song. <laughs> anyway, well, I will definitely check it out probably tonight. So, well, um, I like doing a lot of different segments, and uh, as we're kind of wrapping up here, I want to do one that's um, only really music musically related um, that we used to do over on uh, me talking weird out to you. I'd like to bring it on over here, and it's a little uh, segment we call Parodies Nuts. Oh, I bet Weird Al would agree. 
There we go. That's cute. Yeah. Um, this is a this is a game. Uh, there's not really a winner though. It's more for humor. Um, uh, parodies nuts because we're nuts about parodies. Um, what it is is I asked Lenny to. Uh, that's my co-host. Me. I asked him to um, yeah. gather five songs, mostly well-known songs, nothing too obscure. Hopefully, something that I know because I'm the uh, I'm the recipient of them, and I also did the same. And what we're gonna do is uh, we'll decide who goes first here in a second, and he's gonna read me those five songs one at a time, and I, as quickly as I can, I'm going to try to make an obscure parody of that song based mostly on the title or what few lyrics I may or may not know of that song. Um, and we'll uh, have a lot of fun along the way. <laughs> I, I tell you right now, I do this myself all the time when I'm listening to music where I don't know the lyrics and it's like, you know, especially if it's like a, a mindless pop song, but it's almost always like the default like parody ends up being incredibly disgusting <laughs> and, and sex related. So um, I, I don't know uh, if we, if we are on a, uh, on a swear word limit here. But, nope. uh, not on this bad. podcast. <laughs> this this one doesn't have the clean lyrics notation next to it on Twitter. I mean, on iTunes. Perfect. For some reason, my Weird Al one does, and I didn't set that, and I don't know how to change it. <laughs> it makes us do Weird Al is wholesome. Yeah, it works. It's it's easy to tell my guests, uh, well, we don't cuss because uh, Weird Al doesn't cuss. <laughs> Realistically, I just don't want to like get sued or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, think I don't know what sued, it is. But uh, they, they might delist you or make it harder. Yeah, I don't want to get you. delisted. Um, so this is parodies nuts. Um, you know, I will, you know what? I'll let you read first so that, uh, since you've never played and I have played, uh, you can kind of get a feel for what we're doing here. And I hope that, uh, are we going, are we going back and forth? Nope. You can just go the whole way down. Okay. Okay. So I'm just like scanning through a Spotify playlist now, but, uh, okay. So let's start <laughs> with, okay. um, with hearts crazy on you. Ooh, gosh. Every time the word you comes up, I want to say Jews. <laughs> And that t- I definitely don't need to go that direction. That, that's how we get in trouble, remember? <laughs> I'm going to go... Um, I'm, I want to say lazy. I go lazy. I'm so lazy, lazy. And food. I don't know. <laughs> lazy and food. Lazy yeah. and food. That's me. Perfect. I, usually when I hear you, I go to poo. So it'd be something about something about eating poo it'd be, it'd be well bad. heart the band heart you all say fart <laughs> <laughs> most of mine go to fart just because it's i don't know it's just there <laughs> <laughs> okay how Next. about the ace of spades by motorhead my oh, twitter namesake what a good song um i want to say if you like to grab a t- now I just got stuck in my head. Uh, it's okay. This is a song about an old guy who didn't realize that a certain business establishment was mostly for gay people, and he's complaining about it. And he calls it the place with the gays. The place with gays. So we, we've Jew bash and gay bash two two in a row. We're doing good. <laughs> well, I'm not being offensive. I'm no, just I'm saying. I like the idea of. Uh, did you pick them because of Lemmy Motorhead? I did, yeah. Because your 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 Twitter yeah, handle, yeah, and it's my like karaoke name, and it's like because Lenny and Lemmy are pretty similar. Uh, sometimes yeah. small children call me Lemmy anyway, so uh, I like it. Yeah, so uh, Lemmy is my like my alter ego. Um, okay, mm, so rest, we're, rest in peace. We're gonna keep it in the seventies. We're gonna go "Dancing Queen" by ABBA. Oh man, man, are you reading my playlist of songs? Jeez. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna go gay again, and I'm gonna create a parody for RuPaul's Drag Race, and it's called Prancing Queen. Prancing Queen. And it's That's pretty they, much the same song as Dancing Queen, right? I it mean. really is, but it's what plays when they're doing their little run. I don't know. Do they? Uh, do they come down a catwalk on that show? They do sometimes. Yeah. Okay, there we go. That's it's it's a song that I'm making a parody of Dancing Queen, but it's Prancing Queen, and it's about them coming out and showing off their stuff. There we go. Okay, I like it. So, Prancing say Queen. It ain't, are you ready? <laughs> say it ain't so by Weezer. Ooh. Slay. <laughs> How about a Christmas song? <laughs> slay. Yeah, just do do it. Do it. Death metal. Slay. slay. <laughs> I was going with the other spelling of slay. I was going to go Christmassy <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Slay, say, oh, I like slay, slay it, slay it and go, slay in the snow. Oh yeah, it's a death metal Christmas song. Slay in the snow. That could be pretty sweet. I like that actually. Somebody needs to make that. That sounds pretty great. Next. Okay, so today's the first day of summer, so let's do The Boys of Summer by Don Henley. Ooh, I don't know how it goes, but just based solely on the title, I'm going to say... Oh wait, maybe I do know that song. I'm sure you know it. It's, it's a pretty. It's the, pretty one of those ones song. you hear and you're like, "Oh, I know this." Yeah, yeah. It's got like the do 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 do. I can't see you. I'm gonna say this is a song no. about um, a girl. Did they actually say "Boys of Summer" in the song? Yeah, after the boys of summer have gone. Oh, like duh! I know that song, obviously. Um, Probably like the, the Atari's version, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I'm gonna say "Boys of Bummer." Yeah. It's about a. You know, she's dating this boy, and he turns out to be a total drag. What a, what boy's a, a bummer. Yep. Yes, After perfect. the boy's the, the, the song have gone. Now I totally know what song we're talking yeah, about. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so that, 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 that I think the protagonist of the actual song is a bummer, so. How did uh, I do? One point per song that was actually worth worth our time. How, how, how did I score? I wasn't keeping I wasn't keeping score, but you 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 got a parody out for everyone. I'm gonna give so. me one point for the the Christmas metal song because I want to hear it, and I think that's the only one worth our while. I think that was a good one. Yeah, that was that was that was the winner. For sure. <laughs> this is such a hard thing because I, you know playing this, you look at your own list and you're like, oh man, I could totally do these, and then you hear the other person's list and it's like, oh man, I wasn't prepared. So it's it, it's good to put people on the spot, and I like it. Here we go. You ready? Okay. We're gonna start with "Land Down Under" by Minute Work. Oh, okay. That's, I like that song. It's got a got a mm-hmm. got a groovy beat. I'm super into Australia. Mm-hmm. I love Australia stuff. So let's see. Uh, speed is not my forte. Um, <laughs> uh, oh shit! I'm bad at this. I I know yeah. it's hard. It's harder than you would think. I, I would I, like. I need to be like zone tapped into the song. I come from a land down under. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So so it's like it's, it's a guy at the beach and he's got the sand down under. Where it's really scratchy and something or other. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a weird Al parody. <laughs> That sounds like I'm being derogatory toward Al. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got a, you know, the old Sandy okay. vagina. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm going to go with All the Single Ladies next. Oh, All the Single Ladies. That's a good one. A little bit of pop songs. Oh, man, I got to... What, what, what rhymes? All the Single Ladies. All the Single Ladies. Um, so it's about... It's going to be it's gonna be about a person who's really into chips, and they're eating Pringles... So it's gonna be like, like all the pr- all the Pringle babies, all the Pringles baby, all the Pringles baby, and you're just like you're like, I like let, it. let the can pop, 
and then you're like you're up in the club. Hey, look at there. Popping there. Somebody call Pringles. Pringles. We got a we got a commercial on yeah. our hands. Got my hand stuck in the can. Oh, nice. Yeah, like that. My classic tweet about that song, my parody of that one, is from a long time ago. It's about a guy holding up a lady. It's all the singles, lady, because he only wants her ones. All the singles, <laughs> give me all lady. The ones. <laughs> <laughs> give me all your ones. I gotta I, go I to like a strip it. club. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Pumped up kicks by Foster the oh, People. Pumped up kicks. That's a good song. Um, Okay, so so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be the exact same song, Pumped Up Kicks, but it's gonna be Kicks K X the, the breakfast cereal, and it's just really big. And it's gonna be like giant. It's, it's like the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota, but it's kicks that have been pumped up to an enormous size, and it's just like rolling over and like killing everybody, like the ball in Indiana Jones. Oh, so it uh, says so run, baby. It'll be you better run, baby. Yeah, run. you gotta run, baby, run faster than this giant thing of kicks. <laughs> you know, faster than my cereal. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go, Toto. I'm. I got hold the line. Oh, hold the line. Okay. Um, hold the line. Love is in always on time. Love is in always on time. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> uh, let's see, hold the line. So I really, I think, I feel like, I think, I, I like just find one word that rhymes, then I go with a concept first, and then figure out the lyrics. That's basically it. That's the unless you're really good at this, that's the way to make a bad parody. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, it, 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 this could be the Christmas one. This is, uh, Christmas is song four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be hold the pine, and he's like, you know, lugging the pine tree onto his car, bringing it home for Christmas after chopping it down in the woods. Mm. And uh, hold the pine. Do, 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 do. Um, it's almost Christmas time. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> when you revealed that your your jumping off point was going to be uh, the trying to rhyme line for some reason i immediately went to sublime sublime oh Play sublime <laughs> i hate sublime they're the worst band go. of all time there you go oh, whoa, whoa. just a song dis- dissing <laughs> sublime set to the tune of hold the line <laughs> yeah. what a weird thing. yeah that's i think i like that one better <laughs> okay last one i'm gonna bring weezer into it pork and beans Pork and beans, man. I I barely know pork and beans. I don't know how pork and beans goes. I, well, how does pork and beans pork and beans go? Uh, how does pork and beans go? It's um, uh, I'ma do the things that I wanna do. I ain't got okay, a yeah. thing to prove to you. I feed my baby with the pork and beans. <laughs> Something like that. I probably yeah, got some okay. words wrong. I mean, I feel like that song is already about sex. So if I make it about sex, it's <laughs> it? probably gonna. But I feel like it's like 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 porkin is just gonna be porking. Like he's like fucking her. He's, he's porking. He's porking her bean. So he's like so he's her, he's trying to like get in her vagina, but he keeps hitting her clitoris. So he's porking her bean, and so he's feeding this baby with she, the porking bean, and um uh, and she's just like that. They're your wrong spot. Stop porking my beans. Move. Slide her other oh hole. God. Yeah. Stop porking my beans. Wasn't there a kid on like some beans. like maybe it was like I don't I don't watch a lot of uh, like Disney Channel shows. Especially, and I never did, but I think when we were, how, how old are you? I am 37. Okay, I'm 30. I think when I was in high school, there was a show, I think on, oh, what's that, what was Shia LaBeouf's show? Oh, Even Steven? There right. we go. Was there a kid on that named Beans? Oh, I don't know. It's possible. I never watched, was, I was, I th- it, it was like, all, I was too old for, to ever watch. Right. I think there was a show that's either like Disney Channel or Nickelodeon that was that one of those live action pieces of garbage, <laughs> where one of, the, like, the dumb, the screech of this show, basically, yeah. was named Beans. <laughs> when you said Perfect. pork and I, I beans. Like, well, 
there was this there was this great <laughs> Tumblr back in the day that was like about like ridiculous hipster fashions of the mid two thousands. And there was this really really fat guy in really really short shorts. And he had a big crazy beard, and he would be seen all around like wherever they were Williamsburg or something. Mm-hmm. And th- they would always just be captioned to be him yelling beans. And so that's what I think when I hear beans is just this this crazy fat guy who was an internet celebrity for being a crazy hipster fat guy. Nice. Which is what I am now. So. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, you have to you have to play the hand you're dealt. <laughs> well, that's good. I think I think we I think we've got some good stuff. If you're out there looking for a good uh, parody idea for your upcoming comedy album, you can steal from us. Pay me, pay me. I need money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cletus T. Judd. We don't work for free. Um, Lenny, Lenny. Now I want to call you by your Twitter handle, Lenny. Call me either. Do you can call me Al. Whatever you want. Do you want people to find you on Twitter? Um, yeah, I guess my Twitter's open. It's it's Lemmy or it's at Lemmy Orleans. So L E M M Y O R L E A N S. And I'm on Twitter, and I don't tweet a ton of stuff. I just retweet mostly, and then reply to mm-hmm. people on Twitter. But uh, yeah, Twitter. It's my only public persona. Everything else is like locked down behind like seven. Is there anything here. anything else that you want people to know about? Can they help you in any way? Um, besides paying you? No. Nah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Please. Uh, I'm a starving person. Parodies? Give me. No. I've, I've got a. I got. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I have in my life put out music, but I have not put out music mm. recently. So I have, I have nothing, nothing to give, <laughs> nothing to give. Uh, I could probably send you a link to a uh, link to if you want to post it when you whenever you post this. Well, well now Sorry, you but. can know the pure. Yeah, I will. Re, uh, yeah, if you send me things, I'll I will retweet them from the Weird Mountain account. It's at a Weird Mountain on Twitter. Um, <laughs> now you'll know the sheer joy of putting content into the world, Lenny. I have. I'm. I'm a content producer. I'm, I'm ready for the big for the big paychecks. There you go. They're going to be calling. Stitcher Premium is going to be knocking <laughs> down your door. I can't wait, man. I'm going to have to sign up for Stitcher Premium now to, to listen to those weird out concerts. Oh yeah, if you're listening to this and you would like to listen to here, let me try to do an ad on the fly. This will be fun. Oh, do you get do you get a kick? You got a kickback? Yeah. Get a kickback. Let me see if I can if I can bust. This is awesome. going to be my first live ad read, and I do not have. Oh, I do. Do you want me to try to do this right here? Yeah. We'll all have fun listening to me. Read a read an email. <clears throat> Do you get in trouble if I interrupt you and fuck it up and make it weird? Or... Nope. Perfect. <laughs> hey, do you like Weird Al? Yes. Probably because you're listening to this podcast that's not actually about Weird Al. Wrong podcast. Um, you can listen to every show. Every show. Uh, ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour. All seventy-seven shows have been professionally mixed and mastered and are available behind the paywall on Stitcher Premium. If you want access to them, sign up for an, a Stitcher Premium account, and you can get a month free. A month? Holy crap. <laughs> I was going to say, this is where you are like, wow. wow. <laughs> you can get a month free if you use our offer code. Our offer code is TALKING, T-A-L-K-I-N-G. TALKING? What's that What's that offer code again? TALKING, T-A-L-K-I-N-G. Use TALKING. It's I never Stitcher- had to spell TALKING before. Stitcher- <laughs> it's hard to spell if you think about it. <laughs> StitcherPremium.com slash Weird Al, offer code talking. You can get a month free. And also, there's a ton of other good things, including other podcasts uh, that may or may not be as good as this one. You be the judge. <laughs> um, all you 70- decide. Yeah. All 77 performances were unique. The set list was different every night. His banter was different going into each and every song. And he did a new cover at the end of every show. They're, they were amazing. As someone who personally went to one, and I'm sure Lenny can vouch. Me too. Amazing, amazing shows. 
And I can I personally really cannot wait to hear these shows. So go to stitcherpremium.com, offer code talking. Oh, stitcherpremium.com slash weird owl. Offer code talking. Do it. You can get tons of great content there. Stand-up albums, other podcasts that are really good, ones that I cannot wait to listen to personally, and those Weird Al shows. It's the only place to find them, so go do that. Well, um, I had a lot of fun tonight. Me too. Good. I like to hear that. If you, listener, want to be a future co-host, an impromptu co-host, you can do just like Lenny, a person who I never met before, who just was And we'll never talk to again. (laughs) I'm not getting invited back. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> good, 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 good. I'll put the invitation out there. And if a future, if you, Lenny, or you listener, uh, think you may be a pro or even a semi-pro like Lenny here about the uh, topic that I want to talk about on the next episode of Weird Mountain, uh, let me know on Twitter. Follow me over there at a Weird Mountain, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about things. I'm 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 ready to talk. The mics are hot, and the donuts are hotter. Hot Mike. If you think you're better that better than me, come at me, bro. Come at me. Oh, we. I need to do like a after I get like a bunch of these banked and out to the world. I need to do like a uh, like a co-host uh, round robin or something like a contest. See who's the best co-host, <laughs> non-professional co-host. <laughs> yeah, like like a Mar- March Madness. We we'll save it up till next March. There we go. Bracketology. Oh, that's uh, it's not a bad mountain madness. There you go. I like it. Anyway, um, that's what I have. Go listen to my other show, me talking Weird Al to you if you like Weird Al. And even if you don't, it's a really fun show. A lot of good things happening over there. We're having fun. We met Weird Al. We talked to him. Um, That's cool. You can go listen to that interview and have a lot of fun. Um, Until next time, and whatever we're going to talk about. Good Lord, I got a little choked up there. It's just so sad to end the show. (laughs) Thank you, Lenny. Thanks. Thank you, Weezer. Uh, Thank you, Toto. Thank God for girls. Thank God for girls. (laughs) It's a good way to end it. See you next time. Bye. Peace. Weird Mountain is a podcast on the Weird Mountain Network. Find it on weirdmountainpodcast.com or on Twitter at aweirdmountain. The host is Dakota Rimmer, and he can be found on Twitter at the underscore Rimmerverse. If you'd like to talk to us about this show or any of the other ones on this network, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash weirdmountainpodcast. Consider leaving us a review on iTunes, because the world needs more good things.